Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 15 of Let Me Just Say This. This is a season finale. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we made it this far. I'm just so blessed to have you guys support. Thank you so much for listening all this time. I cannot wait to show you guys season two. It's going to be so good. This episode is also very special to me because I have my good friends, Austin, Jay, and Ashley on to discuss dating because I'm back on the dating apps and it's been a whirlwind. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get on into it. Okay, everybody, I'm here with my best friends, Austin and Jay. Yeah. Hey. It's me. And Ashley. Hi, from Cali. <laughs> Recently, I got back on the apps and... Tragic mistake. No, it's been good. <laughs> it's been good getting back on the apps. It's just... I realize how much niggas get on my nerves. Yeah, I don't miss it. <laughs> yeah, shout out to you being married. Shout out to the married folks. Hey. <laughs> So who wants to go first? Does anyone want to start? Well, I'll go because go as a as a gay man, I feel like I'm the most well versed in these apps. Mm-hmm. Because I've been on them motherfuckers since. Can I cuss on here? Yes. All right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the I've been on the dating I've been on the dating app since I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And your young ass. It's it's it ain't shit. Like it it to me, in my humble opinion. It just ain't shit because, <laughs> especially with with the niggas, because half of them looking for a quick nut. The ones that's looking for a relationship, they don't know how to look for a fucking relationship for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm looking for a relationship, the niggas that I'm the, the niggas that I'm interested in not looking for a relationship. So the whole thing is just a shit show, to be honest. So stay the fuck away from them. I feel like it's the it's the same on the heterosexual side. For women. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically Russian roulette. Yeah, but I feel like it could be good. Because, I, I mean, I haven't had the worst experiences, but I definitely haven't had the best. Mm-hmm. I told my friend, I had a friend, shout out to you, you know who you are, who we just got on the dating app, a um, dating app that we decided to sign her up for. And I think for her, it could be good. I think it could be good because if you go into it knowing exactly what you what you are looking for, it's easier to weed out what you don't want. So do you think that you have to like you have to be in a certain headspace to like effectively date on the apps? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. Because when I first got out of my relationship at the at the beginning of the year, I got on the apps, but I wasn't done like grieving. So I and it was my first time dating for real, for real. So I did not know what I was doing. I was just matching with any and every fucking body. Nowadays, I got criteria. Like, nowadays, I'm not settling. If I don't find you attractive, no. I don't care how sweet the messages you sent me, no, okay? If I meet you and you're a weirdo, no. If you take 24 hours to respond to me, oh, yeah, no. But what if a nigga busy? Well, I'm busy, too, so you better fit me in. Because you know how many niggas, do you know how many niggas trying to get on my schedule? A lot. She's so busy, y'all. She's so busy. No, I am for real. <laughs> she is so busy. <laughs> the I feel like everybody has like their certain, you know, like phase and stuff. Like you said, you're either going in 
to the dating apps with like, okay, fuck it. I'm a wing it. I just want some like dick Mm -hmm. or you're like, okay, I want a relationship out of it. So it's a matter of like where your head is at. I agree with that. Not the dude trying to send me you and old girl the same message. Oh my God. Bro, story time. Let me just say this. Niggas, <laughs> if you are on apps and you are sending the same blurb to multiple women in the same city. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you are dumb. You're dumb. Stop doing that. This guy, first of all, Jay got it first. Jay got the blurb first. Then I got it. And it's And then I weird. got the blurb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> From the same dude. So it sounded weird because I read it. I was like, why? he's? It's like some something along the lines like, hey, sorry to bother you. I know you get plenty of messages like this. And I just want to tell you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, first of all, why are you sorry? That's a red flag. Second of all, why are you sending me this paragraph? Like, what the fuck? And then I showed it to Jay. And Jay was like, girl, he sent me the same thing. Sure did. Right. And so last night. Was it like verbatim? Like, was it the same? Yes. Verbatim. He copied and pasted it doesn't matter though. Like, why would you send us all that? And here's the kicker though. So it was me, it was my homegirl and Jay in the car. We was riding back from an event. And my homegirl, like I said, we just hooked her up with, with the dating app. And he sent her the same blurb. And she showed it to me. She was like, oh, look at this. And I was like, girl, I passed it to the back to Jay. Me and Jay made eye contact. And then we just, and guess what we did? We sent him a voice message. We told her to match with I him. I said, match with him, and I'm going to send him a voice message. And I basically was like, you so lazy and dumb. <laughs> and he unmatched her. Wow. See, y'all see her. Look, I'm going to advocate for the niggas right quick. Y'all see how they played the fuck out of him like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so fucked up, right? No, it's not. That's so fucked because up. Because he tried. The fuck out of him. <laughs> this ain't no damn... Try till you make it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Listen, you got to be authentic with every female that you're dealing with. And mm-hmm. that was not authentic at all. You got three different females from three different walks of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you sending them the same message, hoping to... That's just like going to a fishing pond that you know ain't got no damn fish. And you know what I'm saying? Trying to catch a fish. Like, you going right. to go out there and, you know... You throwing throw the your, same bait. Yeah. Throw your line every day knowing that you're not going to catch no fish. So I feel like how many other females has he done that to? That's not genuine. It's not genuine. That's what I said. It's not authentic. Yeah. I feel that because I think to be more effective, nigga, just a hello would suffice. You know what I'm saying? Like a hello and then like let the shit flow smoothly versus throwing out this same shit in your notes app that you just copy and paste it to everybody. Or that you found on the (laughs) internet. (laughs) Like what even is this? I don't, I just don't understand. That's funny. I think some people can be cool and have cool stuff to say. I don't like the dudes who I like match with and they be like, hey, so what are you doing? Boy, shut the hell up. When are we going out? Like, when you're trying to meet me, like, what's going on? Or send me your number or something. Because, I mean, at this point, I was just telling somebody that <laughs> that one of my pet peeves is a, a guy who ain't about action like at this point I feel like I'm just too grown like I'm not going back and forth with you in text like there was one guy Halloween weekend who wanted to see me and I told him to make plans to see me he did not make plans Halloween came and went and so I blocked his ass I'm like okay you get about a week of texting before you decided when you're going to take me on a date 
Okay, my question for you and I is how many niggas have you blocked in that same <laughs> wait, uh, 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 in that same in that same time frame, that same scenario, that same, you know, how many niggas have you blocked? Because I feel like you're a serial blocker. No, and we I need not. to get into that because I've heard of at least three or four times you done blocked a nigga. Well, in the past month, I blocked two at least. No, three. See, y'all see what I'm saying? In the past three weeks, I've blocked three different dudes. (laughs) You know, went from eight to six to Mm four. No, two of them got blocked because they weren't about action. One of them got blocked because he didn't respect my boundaries. So. Can you elaborate? Here we go. (laughs) The. The word, the word of the year is boundaries, okay? I was seeing a guy. He probably going to hear this, too. Shout out to you. Hope you're doing well. But, um... <laughs> so... <laughs> so, I was seeing a guy. You childish. <laughs> I was seeing a guy and really not even dating him. Like, he was very sweet to me. Very romantic and... He laid it on thick. I'll just say that. I would tell him over and over, like, hey, I would like to keep it light. I don't want to talk about, like, like, he would say things like, potentially in the future when we get together, or, um, like, I'm willing to wait for you and all types of shit. And I just knew in my mind that I never wanted that with him. Like, I knew in my mind that all I wanted was one thing. Okay? Right. Yes, but I'm guilty of not being... Like, all I want from you is a dick. Because I just feel like that's so mean. But I would say, I'm not... I He would say something like, I could see us being together. Or something along those lines in the future. And I would and I would respond, I don't see myself being with anybody. Right now, or, and I can't even think about the future. Like, that's how I would re- express myself. And so, just enough times of, of getting too much affection from somebody you don't want affection from. It feels like harassment. I resonate with that because I feel like back to the dating apps. This is why I hate the fucking dating apps because as soon as you give a as soon as you give a little a, give a nigga a little bit of charisma, a little bit of character, mm-hmm. I feel like they automatically assume that you want to be in a relationship with them. Yeah. You want to take it to the next level, nigga. I'm just shooting the shit. Like I'm just right. you know I'm just chilling. Like if it go there then it might go there. If I'm not looking for that, then trust me when I say I'm not looking for that. Don't, don't, yeah, don't like stop trying to finesse yeah. your way into a relationship or try to like coerce me or gift me or like sex me into being in love with you. Like it's just not going to work. So really what happened was we were out for Halloween. He saw me and I saw him. And at this point we, I've officially cut it off, but he texts me some shit and I was like, nigga, okay. Now you're getting beside yourself. So now I have to fucking block you. And I didn't want it to go there. I wanted it to be like a a, a nice parting. But sometimes it just like, don't go that way. Did, you, did he message you with like some bullshit or something? No, he messaged me like, basically I saw him. He saw me, but I didn't speak. I ducked. <laughs> I ducked. Put her whole head down. I, I looked him dead in his eye. I and I the laughed. Duck. I witnessed the duck. I didn't know what was going on. I saw later. him. Yeah. <laughs> I ducked and he texted me. He was like, not you ducking down to avoid me. Have a good you night, though. Actually dead ass duck. 
Yes. yes. She dropped her head and kept walking. That's wild, though, for him to text you afterwards because, like, me... I wouldn't I have said know. shit. I would never have texted uh-uh. nobody. Like, if I saw a motherfucker duck, like, try to avoid me, I would never I say I think he really afterwards. liked her. That's he the really problem. Liked he really her. liked me, but I didn't really like him in the same way. And I'm like, I told him when I cut it off, in person, I said, we don't want the same thing. And I don't need you thinking that this is going to be something that it's not. And so for that reason, I think we should just, you know, cool it down. Like, for real, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with it. I have this really bad habit of, like, leading people on. Mm. And I don't really know what to do about it, guys, because and it, it stems from me being versatile. But the thing is, is I'm not looking for a relationship with somebody and I'm going to be the top. Because okay, what I don't you mean want to, top? Because I don't want to top. <laughs> <laughs> that look. Oh, so you the one doing the bending. <laughs> Comprende? Okay, look. <laughs> look I don't want to do the bending all the time I want to be bent uh-huh. most of the time like I don't like doing the bending uh-huh. I don't know if that's just me it's just a preference but for some reason every time I get into a situation where I'm the one doing the bending like the one bending motherfuckers you know what I'm saying Yeah, they seem to get too attached and when I try to tell motherfuckers that this is just like we just, you know, we chilling, like we kicking it. Like I'm not trying to do nothing serious. Then my phone is getting blowed up all the, dick's too the bomb. fucking time. <laughs> Period. What can I say? <laughs> but hey. But my phone get blowed up all the fucking time. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to get away from that. Like how how do I, how do I navigate in a space where I don't lead people on? I make my intentions clear and I make and and but it's also still comfortable for the people that I'm like fucking with. And another thing, the same person that's bending me, I'm not going to bend you and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I have a type. I have a type on both ends. You know what I'm saying? I have mm-hmm. a type. I'm like two different types. Yes. I have two types. Hmm. The person that bends me, I can't bend. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, the you need to I'm find somebody versatile by, like can't you, bend me. but yeah. that ain't going to work. But the, but like I said, I only want to be in a relationship with a person that's bending me, though. Because mm-hmm. that's just how I want to operate in a relationship. Which I'm single as fuck, so the shit ain't even working. So what the fuck? I mean, I don't, I don't think you're leading anybody on. Like, I think if anything, you just, if you topping somebody and they get attached, then the dick just too bomb. I don't know what to say. Okay, but also, let me caveat this. I left some pieces out. <laughs> But I also like, I'm also like, yeah, we can chill. Like, I'll cuddle you. Like, oh, see, that's we can go to the restaurant. <laughs> like, we can do all that. Let me tell you But something. I'm also, I'm only looking for friendship. Like, we can do all that, but I'm not that's looking for relationship. That's what you're fucking up. Stop yeah. cuddling. Cuddling is the root why of all relationships. But why can't people cuddle, like, without the extra shit? Yes, cuddling, like, after sex is scientifically linked to catching feelings. You cuddle after sex, you're falling in love. Okay, Dr. Oz. She just made that shit up, y'all. No, I did That shit ain't linked to nobody's study. Did that shit get peer-reviewed, bitch? Because no. Yeah. During relationship things, you stand over, watching movies and stuff like that. Hell, I thought I fell in love about three days ago. I shouldn't have been cuddling that nigga. I should not have been watching movies with him. I should have just got the dick and left. But I didn't. And then I thought I met my husband. 
mm-hmm. once you start putting on like shows and movies and shit, y'all might as well be together at their house or or whatnot. Then it starts escalating from there. Like if you're gonna try and just keep it light, then just go out on like lunch dates or yeah, but see, you know, just fucking go. Mm-hmm. I feel He's like that's what I was doing, and I still was leading this person on because I would go to his apartment like every Saturday. We would like watch football together. We'd be cuddling, like we'd be like ordering food. That show that was like, your boyfriend. T- no, it really see that's the thing though. I think he felt that way, but I didn't, and I thought I made my intentions clear, but I also wasn't communicating that with him mm-hmm. like throughout the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. You you weren't making it fully clear because you were still doing it, like you were allowing yourself to be in that position to yeah. continue to do that stuff. And even you, though you, you're like, oh, okay, I voiced my, I made my intentions clear from the get and they should have gotten that. Like they should have received it and they should know what it is. You're still playing into that whole, like, I guess like, you know, cuddling type of stuff. Like you say one thing, but the actions is giving another thing. Yeah. Maybe that's my karma. Maybe that's why I'm single as fuck and I can't figure this shit out now because in my early 20s, I was playing the fuck out of people without trying oh, to. Prime example, same same scenario, same guy. This is when I was in Mon- Monterey, by the way. <laughs> if this pertains to you, I'm so sorry for bringing this shit back up also, because I know the nigga going to see this. But anyway, <laughs> well, he going to hear this. But prime example, we went out to like, um, and this is my fault. I told him I was I was like chilling for Valentine's Day. And I got in my feelings and I was like, I want to do some shit for Valentine's Day. So I was like, hey, let's go to this restaurant. And he was like, okay, cool. Let's go. I don't know why I did that, y'all. So we went to the restaurant. Like, we had a good time, like, vibing, all that. Like, I paid for the dinner, everything. Mm-hmm. You took that man on a date. <laughs> and then we, like, we went back to his apartment. We didn't do nothing. Like, we cuddled, all that, watched TV. Next morning, I went home. And then after that, I pretty much didn't like, there was nothing else after that, like at all, like ever again, really. And I feel so bad for that because I felt like I led that nigga on like a lot. Did he want or did he like pursue something more with you or did, did Absolutely he just he did. not? And, and what did you say to him? Did you tell him like, hey, I just was feeling in the mood for something romantic, but I'm not interested in a relationship. Or did you? I didn't. Mm. That's the thing. I didn't at all. I didn't even like, I didn't tell, I didn't, I didn't communicate any of that, that I was feeling to him because at the time I, in my mind, I felt like I didn't owe him that. But even though mature me is looking back and I'm like, yeah, I did owe him at least a conversation about what I was feeling because back then I didn't tell him any of that. And Hindsight is twenty twenty because that shit is fucked up, and I would have been fucked up over some shit like that if if the shoe was on the other foot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would have hurt my feelings. Like if a guy, some of the things I say to dudes, if a guy said that to me, I'm not gonna lie, it would hurt my feelings. Yeah, you're really like, but both of y'all are like very. Both the, I like, say what I say, and I mean that shit. Both the yeah, both that's of them. Different. That's that's both that's of me. them are like very, they're very blunt with niggas, and and and. <laughs> And I'd be looking like, I'd be looking like, y'all like really be talking to these niggas like this? Sure do. Because I don't know what else to say. Like, what do you mean? I, if, if it, Literally, when we when we were out for Halloween, um, when your friend was interested in me and he came and was, it was, um, 
talking to me and he was asking if I was going to buy him a drink. And I'm like, I said no, but he had his hand on my shoulder or something. He said, you going to buy me a drink? I said, no, stop touching me. Like, literally, that's exactly, and it was giving stank attitude for real. But then again, some of these niggas, you got to talk to that way. Or they're going to treat you like the yellow Laffy Taffy. <laughs> I like that. Don't hate on them damn banana taffies. Them shit's good. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. And it's like, nobody like that shit. Don't do that. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I try now to be conscious of people's feelings. I really do. Because I recognize that I do. Jay, don't not, look at me like that. On the phone Saturday. What you say on the phone Saturday? I don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. oh there was a, she was tripping on the phone Saturday. No, What'd you say? Come on, that ha- me fucking you hasn't been established or something like no, that. No, because he's is not- yet to be determined. <laughs> because Us like- bumping uglies <laughs> is yet to be determined. <laughs> because he's talking about she wilder than me coming over here. Accommodations where he gonna stay? I'm like, you're not staying at my house because I haven't even decided if I'm gonna fuck you yet. That's number one. Number two, ain't said nothing about anything intimate. At all. No, no, because the woodwork with it. (laughs) Because let me just say this. I don't know if you could tell by the voice, but I'm a fine ass bitch. And the Instagram can very much so be my Instagram is giving temptation. So if a guy sees my Instagram, he might think like I'm I'm probably fucking everybody. Or I'm DTFAF. You know what I'm saying? However, don't get it confused, okay? I'm not just fucking on anybody. It's deliberate. It's very deliberate. And if you think that just because you meet me and you talk to me that you're going to get that from me, I'm just going to tell you straight up that that's not even determined yet. I haven't even decided if I'm going to do that with you. And I was also telling him, I was like, there are several niggas trying to get on my schedule. So if you really want to go there with me, you need to come correct. And I don't think that's an issue. But at this point, I feel like I'd rather be honest and tell people the truth. I, I mean, maybe it's blunt, but I still take into account people's feelings. Like, I'm not going to be like, no, I don't like you or I don't want you or, you know, whatever. But I'm going to be like, okay, listen, I haven't decided if I'm going to fuck you. I don't know if I want to see you again. And it's harsh to say it, but I'm not trying to be malicious. Right. I just want to know what I be saying because... I don't feel like I'm that crazy. She's not. I think I'm worse than she is. So there's a difference, and I'll explain it. Anaya, Anaya talks rough and blunt to the niggas that she's dealing with. I feel like Jay just talks rough and blunt to niggas in general. Like even <laughs> if she's not dealing with them, it's just a very much like raw kind of attitude. And I'm like, ooh, girl. Like, the niggas be want some coochie after all this, like, rrr, rrr. A little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> Heavy on the razzle. Heavy as fuck on the razzle. I don't really feel like I be talking crazy, though. Like... She don't to people that she... That, that got capture her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, because I feel like, like I said, the niggas that you deal with, you don't talk to them the same way. Mm-hmm. You don't talk to them the same way. No. But, like, if you just now meeting a nigga... You give a nigga the business like you, you like she make it clear like this is my opinion and I'm not changing on that shit. Like this is my opinion. Whatever your opinion is, I don't agree with that shit. And you're fucked up a little bit for that shit. <laughs> like she make that shit very clear when she meet a nigga versus me. I'm like, um, I really don't give a fuck. But also <laughs> like I'm not going to give it no energy versus Jay is like, 
yeah, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. I feel like Jay, when she is dealing with a guy, she has tears for different dudes for different things. But if she's dealing with a guy that she actually likes, I feel like she is more conscious of how they think about her. Ah, so the I way she too. talks to them is a little bit different. I don't know if she's always being, huh? And so she becomes a little bit more submissive. Yeah, she becomes more submissive. So I don't know if she's actually telling them the way she tells us shit. I don't know if she's actually relaying that. that Maybe what them. it is. Yeah. How do you feel, Jay? I mean, I, I am like, I'm blunt. I am. I will say that, but I also feel like I am very submissive to the right people. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and yes, I do tell people what I feel and how I feel. I may not say it how I say it to y'all, but they they also get the same picture that I give to y'all. So I would I would that's why I'm like I don't feel like I'm blunt, but maybe when I'm talking to y'all and I'm in my raw my raw form, y'all kind of feel like, oh damn, she just be telling these niggas this, that, and the third. But in reality, like I'm a lot more conscious on what I say when I say it. Because I don't want it to come off as nasty or, you know, mean or because this is a person that I'm dealing with. So I am more cognizant of how I say things when I'm dealing with men that I see a potential or see a future with. Hmm, I get that because I have another friend. I'm not going to mention her name, but she's probably going to watch. She's probably going to hear this. But I feel like she's similar in that way where. I feel like she talks to me and like the rest of like her friends, like the, her close friends. She talks to us rough as fuck. And I'm like, girl, I know you ain't talking to niggas like this. Like, cause I'd be trying to think of if I was in said situation and a, and a nigga was talking to me in the same way, how would yeah. I feel? And I like, I don't know. Girls are rough, y'all. Like, as somebody who got hella like female friends, they be talking rough as I don't know what the fuck they be saying in y'all phones. But they be talking rough as fuck. So I be like, I be concerned for y'all well-being, to be honest. Because they be talking rough as fuck. You need help. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just the Meg the Stallion in me. Maybe it's the hot girl in me now. Because now I don't feel the need to sugarcoat shit with a nigga. Like, to be honest, I just told a nigga the other day, I said, I'm not trying to fuck you. And that was the end of our communication. I'm not trying to be exclusive with you. And that was the end of our communication. Because I just don't feel the need to go around the bush. And and I'm so tired. Too, this is a segue. But I'm so tired of meeting guys who expect me to sit down for them after first meeting them. Or expect me to stop dating. Expect me to stop seeing other guys. Expect me to be completely closed off to having sex with other guys. And I don't even know them. I just feel like those are the type of guys that you navigate Guys don't like you when you get on their level. Exactly. Because that I've had that incident before. <laughs> when I was single, I matched up with a dude, and um, he didn't like that. He didn't like that energy. But it is what it is. Exactly. I mean, to Jay's point, I do, I do attract guys, I feel, who want to take me out the game, but I can't quite put my finger on why. Like, I don't always believe it's because they really just care that much about me. I really think that they might look at me and see me like a little trophy that they don't want nobody else to have, but they're not going to necessarily do everything it takes to keep me around. 
And I'm like, I can't be that for you. Especially when I'm in my prime. Jasmine Sullivan said it. I'm not stopping in my prime. <laughs> There's too many niggas on my line. Like, no. The answer is no. And I'm way too fine for it. Hey, and let me say this. If you're not following the Instagram page, I already put out a reel that said you are too fine to be dealing with the bullshit. I'm too fine to be putting up with a guy who wants to sit me on a shelf and not give me everything I need. If he wants to give me Birkins, he can put me on the shelf. <laughs> That's not even about the Birkins for me. I'm just playing, girl. Damn. No, not. She not. <laughs> Listen, so with me, like, I've been in open relationships. I have been in closed off relationships. It's, I've dated for years. I've dated when I wasn't, wasn't mentally, didn't have the mental capacity to date. I've dated when I thought I had the mental capacity to date. I've dated when I was at full peace. I've dated when I was at utter turmoil. Like I've dated quite a bit. So, it's just like, I don't know. It's I just haven't found that person. So like everybody, well, I have found that person, but we can't get it together. <laughs> so oh, good Lord. Oh good Lord. Don't Ashley, don't do it. Don't do that. No comment from I'm not, me. I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm staying quiet. I'ma stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So it's just like, ugh. You know, like you get, I got to that point where it's just like, I don't even want to fucking date anymore. Like, I don't even want to date anymore. But then I'm like, okay, well, I don't put myself in situations to, you know, have those type of people come around. Like, you know, we in a small city. So it's like, I can't go to happy hour and find my, you know, my mm. next situation. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like that's a good segue for my next topic, though. Ooh. Cause okay. you just, cause you just, you brought up a good point. You said you can't, cause the area we live in is very small. So mm -hmm. you feel like you can't go to happy hour and like meet a nigga and like vibe with him and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And think that's, of, yeah. But that's think, why think about it in my perspective. I, you know, damn well, I can't. Exactly. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, that's why I feel like I went back to the date insights because there's no real places here to meet genuinely good men whether you're just looking for a fuck or you're whether you're just you're looking for actual relationship type vibes mm -hmm. there's really nowhere here to like have that type of energy i don't want to meet the next person i deal with at a club i just don't because at the end of the day we both been drinking you know what i'm saying it's more of a sexual energy than a, a actual chemistry mm -hmm. because of the the place that you're the environment that you're in and that's all you really have here is clubs. You know what I'm saying? Or bars or, or church. Ki kitty. <laughs> Out of the four of us, who go to church? I, uh, no. Exactly. I, church. Yeah, I would burn up if I walked into a church. Yeah. <laughs> they set me on fire at the door. Look, I, I told my roommate, I was like, have a what? Ooh. Have a sweating like a hoe in church. And she said, I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> I was like, like that's, some, that's some old terms. Sweating like a hoe in church. I agree. I think it's cool. It's nice to meet guys that are out of the area. However, it's about that commute. It's about that travel time. Like my homegirl says, she not trying to drive for dick. I'm not trying to do that either. That's why I'm like, okay, it's going to have to be a baller because you don't have to fly me out. 
you're gonna have to fly me out. And if I'm driving, <laughs> if I'm driving, you need to pay for accommodations, home. No. And if you even even if you come to see me, you need to pay for accommodations. Don't assume you can stay at my house. Is that selfish? I don't think it's selfish. I think that's I'm what a lady. You, I, I still want to be courted want. at the end of the yeah, day. I think it's a boundary that you set for yourself. It's a safety net is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's a good safety net to have. You know, that really reminds me. I went on a date with a guy earlier this year. First time he drove like two hours to see me and take me out. And we had a good time. I wasn't that into him. Like after meeting him, I wasn't that into him. I was like, mm, no. Afterwards, we came back here. He dropped me off. I was like, you want to come up, use the restroom before you get on the road? Da, da, da. And when he got in here, he was like, so can I stay the night? Like, I'll sleep on the couch. Da, da, da. I'm like, and at the time I was like, mm, no, I'm I'm okay. And I look back on that and I think that nigga is wild as fuck. You really asked me to sleep at my house after I just met you? You are crazy as hell. I'm making you wild as fuck for letting him in your house in the first place. Hey, when I first started dating, I I would let guys come over here and wait for me while I finish getting ready. Like Yeah, I done I done did that no, before too. No. I know. I learned my lesson, though. I learned my lesson. For sure. Because I don't know. I People are crazy at the end of the day. You have to. That's the thing with dating apps is you have to be careful. Because really, we see so many times girls going on dates, getting killed, getting kidnapped, you know, being harassed and assaulted and all types of things. Vet the people properly. Like, if they have a weird aura, aura or energy, then don't fuck with them if you're gonna meet somebody meet them in a public place don't allow them to pick you up go meet them what i was telling them off the record was i am almost one year celibate it'll be complete it'll be a year next month Um, (laughs) it'll be a year next month and i'm very happy that i've done that because it it is like i was telling them it's allowed me to really realize what I want for myself and what I need emotionally before I'm ready to like give my body to somebody else again. And I know, like y'all said, it could, it could be like, it could be a a situation where it's like, Oh, it could, it could be all for no reason because you fuck somebody and then it don't even work out. But like you said, Anaya, on the other hand, you this is so much still. Like, yeah. You still gain a lot. You learn, I learned clarity. a lot about myself. I learned, like, right. I I, I was clarifying myself because this wasn't for the niggas. This wasn't for anybody mm-hmm. else. This was for me. Mm-hmm. I decided to be celibate for my own mental health and for my own mm-hmm. personal health in general, mm-hmm. all the way around. So I'm very happy that I'm celibate. But I at the same time, a nigga needs some. I can't. I, I could, I could not do it. The longest I went was what four months since I was sixteen, and that's bad to say because I was married and we weren't we weren't together for like eight months. But <laughs> I was four months just recently. <laughs> yeah, I, but you're married though, so that's different. Well, my longest was six months. No matter, I still have an expectation. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I just I want to do it only because I feel like when I'm ready to get into a real relationship, it's not going to be a guy that I sleep with on the first date. And I remember I met a dude, hit it off, really liked the guy. And then boom, 
I do the dirty nasty with him. And it didn't go anywhere. And I, or it hasn't gone anywhere. It's kind of presently ongoing. Hasn't gone anywhere. And I was like, I actually want to see about this guy. And I feel like I may have fumbled the bag because I had sex with him on my first date. You know what one guy told me? And this was like some years ago. And um, he basically was telling me, if you give it up that fast, um, the excitement isn't there anymore. The chase isn't there anymore for a lot of men. So you've basically given them enough. And it's just like, oh, well, she's giving me everything that she can give me. So, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to lie. I've known people that had sex on the first date and they're still together. But then you have, and that's why I was telling you previously, I was like, all attention ain't good attention. Because they showing you all this attention, but how long are they going to show you this attention? You know what I'm saying? So having a guy wait, um, having a guy wait a little while and see how they respond to the time will show you more of who they are and what they're looking for. Because if you go ahead and give it to them, then you've already given it to them. You know what I'm saying? But if you, if you, they wait it out and, you know, then after it becomes more, it becomes more of a, a intimacy thing and not just the fucking thing. Then, you know, like that person is more along the lines of what you're looking for compared to okay but granted though i knew that that's probably what he wanted because he invited me back to his spot so in the back of my mind i'm thinking if i go over here i probably will have sex with this man and in the car this bitch is like i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it that's not the intentions and i was like okay call me and let me know how it was after (laughs) (laughs) so i I don't know maybe maybe i'm different but like i for like it for me it just depends on whether or not i want to wait like for myself because it's like i've done things like i've done when i was single i've done the whole give it up on the first date and then i've also done the whole wait and then you give it up and then sometimes it doesn't work out so like for me it's like okay well what state of mind am i going to be in when i'm talking to this person because i've given it up on the first date i actually met this my ex on a dating app um and we were together for three years and met him on the dating app fucked on the first date and we dated for three years so i don't know i like at that point it's like if you give it up on the on the first date and the guy is just like okay cool i don't fucks with you no more then cool bye i don't know that's just me i feel i feel similar to how you feel because i think it's don't laugh <laughs> don't laugh because sometimes he grabbed that mic so close yeah because i need y'all to hear this yeah but <laughs> but no for real because sometimes i feel like it's two sides to the coin like what you were just saying jay because sometimes you making a nigga wait sometimes Sometimes the only thing that's keeping him around is the fact that y'all haven't had sex yet and he they just wants to game. fuck. Yeah. Exactly. He played a long game only because he want to fuck. Mm-hmm. So that could also be a possibility. It's a it's a gamble. It's a gamble it with is, anybody it's you do. And how, and how are you really going to 
know, like, if you make him wait and he's waiting around, let's say he is staying around and, and waiting and actually in it, how you know he's not getting it from somewhere else? He's like, all right. But that's well, not your, that's not this. your problem. I'm not giving it up yet, yeah. I'm going to get my dick wet somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? That's so not, that's it's, not it's your problem. All around. Yeah, that's so just the risk you really run, know. though. That's just yeah. the risk you run with just, you know, dating in general and not being exclusively dating is people could be fucking on other people while they waiting. Like, because me, if, if I choose, if, if I'm not exclusive with you and I want to fuck someone, I'm going to fuck them. Like yeah. that is what it is. That's Her. a good segue into like something else. Like, how do you feel when it comes to dating your, you know, like how you said with the whole making things exclusive, but like fucking with somebody else, like how would, you feel if the other person's fucking with somebody else and they come at you like, well, we didn't make things exclusive. Are you really going to be okay with that? Or are you going to feel some type of way? Because I feel like sometimes like people are like, oh, I won't feel some type of way. And then they actually do. Anaya, you, you should know? take that one. Yeah. Okay. So let me just, let me just say this. <laughs> I was in a situation where a guy and I were having sex exclusively. However, for him, that meant we were on the road to being in a relationship. For me, it just meant I was dating other guys. I just wasn't having sex with those guys. I think now if there's a guy that I really like or I'm really, really into, I might feel some type of way if I find out he's fucking with other bitches. I might, yeah. I, I think that's like a natural response. But I can't say anything to him. So I'm not going to be like, well, why are you fucking on other people? I'm never going to check a man that doesn't belong to me. However, if we've decided that we're going to be exclusive and I find out that you're not being truthful or you're not being, you know, honest about what you're doing and what you want, then I will feel away. But I don't think anybody should be exclusive by, while dating unless you are ready to be, both parties are ready to be in a relationship. Then you date somebody and you date around. You're dating multiple people. And then you find that one person, you and that person on the same page. And then you start dating each other exclusively with intention to be in a relationship. And once you're ready to make it official, you make it official. But I think, like I said offline, I've met guys who wanted me to only fuck on them exclusively simply because they did not want me outside having fun, even though... In all honesty, they was probably fucking four or five, six bitches. So, I mean, the whole talk about exclusivity is really about ownership. Some dudes just don't. They want to know that you're not out with anybody else, even though they don't necessarily want to give you the commitment. And some guys want the commitment so they pursue, okay, hey, let's be exclusive too early. And I think that's the issue, too. Like, stop trying to be exclusive with me three days after we met each other. Like, please, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. And I think that's an unrealistic thing to ask of someone. Also, like when you're newly dating them, if I just met you, honestly, in my mind, if I just met you two weeks ago, you should not be expecting me to, like, be exclusive with you. There's just no fucking way. No. And I don't think there's anything wrong with dating or seeing other people or having sex with other people. I don't think there's anything wrong with having multiple people in your life that you're that you're dealing with. 
as long as yeah, you're but honest you, and you're you safe. also have to like keep in mind about safety i feel like I, i'm the same way i agree with you i don't mind like talking or dating other people like you know when i was doing it in my time but um for me like make sure you wrap it up because there are people out there who don't give a fuck that they'll they'll go date and then like they have a bitch that they've been talking to for a while they just haven't made it like a label or anything and they're still out here fucking on other women but then they're not like wrapping it up with that person that they've kept around for a while and at that point it's like if i'm one of the people that you are you know like i'm part of like roster at least fucking be safe and be honest about that i feel like guys are not honest when it comes to like saying okay yeah i got a roster i don't know that's just me i would like if i have if i had a roster when i had a roster i was open and honest about that shit for as 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 a person who has guy friends straight guy friends I will say, I think that most men don't, I think they don't know how to have that conversation with women though about, oh, I'm fucking other bitches. Like, I'm like, just to let you know, I'm doing this, 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 the third. Because they think either she gonna leave or she gonna trip. Right. So I think a lot of niggas, they just, they just doing what they can and then they not saying nothing to, you know, the parties who are going to be affected by it because they scared or they're nervous about how it's going to be perceived. I feel like for me, I feel like for me, it's an like unwritten notion. Like, I feel like I kind of, I don't want to say carry myself in a way, but it's kind of known. Maybe it's the guys that I deal with that I'm not only fucking them, but I also don't like give up that information. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's kind of like said but not said mm-hmm. yeah so it's like if they ask me a question of course i'm gonna be honest about it but i'm not like out here like oh i'm doing this that and the third or oh i got you know this person and this person on my roster or you not the only nigga i'm fucking like now i have said that <laughs> a couple of times but it was in conversation it wasn't just like you know i like i just you know gave up that information so yeah, for me it was a little bit different by that was like it was it, like it came out in conversation and i was open about that yeah i was like yeah you know i'm fucking around with this person too but you know i'm being safe and th- you you know you are right austin like guys didn't know how to handle that they would trip themselves because they would be like you know it's it's, a, it's always a double standard like guys can do it but they feel like the women shouldn't be doing it and for me that was the issue when i was dating um, it was the not being able to accept that women can do it too and probably do it better than Can the men. certainly do it the fuck better. Because if I don't want you to find out about shit, you're not going to know ever. You're never going to know. Hmm. Whereas men can be very sloppy. And I think that's their downfall. I don't think and it's then the they men. Surprise! Then they're just like, oh, "I don't. Shit, why are you like? What the fuck? You know? I don't think it's the men that's sloppy. I think it's the women that they choose to deal with. That part. So, women are emotional creatures. If they find out something that they don't like, those are the type of women that act out. They text in the the girlfriend. They send in subliminals on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So. It's always the female that outs the man. Mm-hmm. 
it's never really the man, you know what I'm saying? Or it's the woman that he's with that gets that gut feeling and then she going through his phone. Mm -hmm. It's never really... The only time I've ever really seen like some crazy shit where a woman walks up on a man, you know what I'm saying? That happens too, like where he out on a date or something like that. But it's always intuition for that woman. That woman feels something and then, you know what I'm saying? So I don't really ever feel like it's the man being sloppy. I just feel like women have good intuition and women... Like, they get the possessiveness if they're dealing with a man they really want to fuck with. I think the lesson is communication in general. I think niggas just need to be more open about it because I think, I think, and and that's the problem. Niggas think that women won't perceive it well, but niggas also get in their feelings when they find out that a woman is on the same energy that they're on. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's 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 all it's a double standard, but at the same time, I feel like everybody just needs to get out their feelings in general and just realize we're all humans, we're all sexual beings, we all have needs and we all have wants. So realize that the same the same feelings that you're feeling, nigga, this woman is feeling too. Like exactly. the same way you feel like, oh, I need my nut, like, but I also like I fuck with you, but I but I don't know you that well, so I'm not about to commit to you entirely. That's how I feel. And you should feel the same way too, nigga. Like mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much what it is, and that's what it should be. But mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta treat you have to maneuver you have to meet people where they meet you is the thing. Yeah. So that's just a conversation that you have to have with a person that you're dealing with. I mean, it's a hard conversation, but it's a conversation that has to be had. It, it, it is a hard conversation. It's all about being able to know the person that at least have an understanding of the person that you're dealing with too, because I mean, you could do everything right on your side where you're being open, you're being honest, you're being communicative and shit sometimes may backfire where it doesn't end up working out the way that you thought it was because you were being honest and open because it's the person that's fucked up. You know, a big thing is rejection. I feel like a lot of men aren't honest because they're scared of rejection. They're scared they're going to be rejected. They're scared that they're not going to be able to get what they want. So they're not honest. You know, if you're and I, I always like, especially men that I've either dealt with or men that I'm really close to. I'm like, give that woman the opportunity to make the decision on whether or not she wants to fuck with you in the capacity that you're, you know, in the space that you're making for her mm-hmm. because you are, are taking away her choice by lying to her or misguiding her or misceiving her, right? So I always tell guys that I'm like, allow that woman to make the decision because it, and I was like, and if she rejects you, guess what? There's another woman out here that's going to fuck with you in your, in the capacity that you're in. So just because that woman doesn't want to deal with you doesn't mean another woman doesn't want to deal with you. And I feel like it's the rejection that men have a problem with. They don't want to be rejected. They want what they want when they want it. and you know, they'll go to different means to get what they want because that's what they want. But in reality, they need to sometimes take it on the chin and move the fuck on instead of, you know what I'm saying, being conniving and nasty. You win more when you're honest. Exactly. I said this in the episode with Chris and Rome and Nate. You get more pussy just being honest. If all you want is coochie, just be real. Why lie? Mm-hmm. Why lie? That doesn't make any sense. Because you might even be doing all that lying for a woman who knows game. And now you fumbled the coochie. 
because she done clocked you. Just like old dude sending that same blurb, we clocked you. Now, if you would have just been yourself and would have been honest, those are that's three pieces of coochie that you just missed out on. At least. I don't think I would have <laughs> fucked him, but okay. <laughs> but no, I get that though, because and I think that's that's something that people in general have to realize is that you can't pursue something with somebody like being dishonest at all because I, I don't even I don't know about y'all, but me, I can't keep up with a fucking lie. I can't. Like it's just not in me. Um I'm not good. Yes, I'm not good at it. Like if I'm always around you and I know I'm like holding in some shit, like bitch, I can't I can't do it. Like this shit's eating me like eating away at my fucking soul the whole time I'm around you. It's not eating at my coochie, but it's eating at my soul. Yeah. I can't keep a lie. I can't keep a secret. I'm so sorry. You're going to see it all over my face every time. I just want to say, first and foremost, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Shout out to Austin. It's the first time on the pod. Shout out to Ashley. First time on the pod. Jay was on uh, episode 14, my favorite episode of the season. This might be second second favorite, <laughs> but um, I love you guys. I really value your input because I know you guys have gone through a lot more things than I have. So when we talk about dating and we talk about dealing with men and friendships, I, I really take heed to everything that you guys express. So I just want to say that. I love y'all so very much. And the conversations are always good every time we can get together and have them whether they're separate or all together. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate y'all. And we done been through some 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 shit. And I feel like that made us, you know, stronger. All of us. So love y'all. I love you too. Closing words, Ashley? Oh, um, well, I love you guys. You got all the love from Callie. Um, I appreciate you inviting us onto the podcast. Naya, it's been um, very fun. And I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And I can't wait to see y'all in a couple weeks. Austin is such a whore. If y'all can see him right now, stay tuned for season two. We're having visuals in season two. Oh, God. And you're going to catch exactly what he just did. Go, Austin, closing words, baby. Um, Let me just say this. Period. <laughs> Um, I appreciate you for creating this space for us to have these types of conversations because these are the type of conversations you should be having with your friends. The surface level shit, you got to get past that with your friends. These deep, like intellectual conversations about emotions. I'm taking my love back because you ain't say you loved us, ho. <laughs> I do, but they like this. I don't even have to. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to get too much into it, but like. I love these motherfuckers. Like, they know more about me than, like, half the earth. Like, damn near, like, everybody know about me. I have shared my deepest, darkest secrets with these hoes. So, yeah, I got to kill y'all if, if, yeah. So, yeah, they know. They know. They know. If some shit get out, he know exactly who's Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I love them. These, like, these, like, my sisters. So, I can't even, like, I would literally kill a nigga for y'all. Like, so, yeah. You guys, we've made it to the end of the episode and I am so, so, so grateful for all the support. Shout out to everybody again who was with us on this season of the podcast. I just, oh my God, John, Chris, Nate, Rome, 
all the gang, Ashley, Jay, Austin, Shabria, I love you. Until next time, until season two, I'll be back. I promise. <laughs> you can still follow the podcast on Instagram at let me just say this underscore pod. I will be keeping up on there and we are adding reels. We are adding visuals on the podcast. So go ahead and follow your girl. Get all those updates until season two drops.